gave up on this thing. I don't care. We're all going to be streaming on YouTube soon anyway for the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. So as I was saying, if I suddenly vanish off your screen, it is because Windows lied and it did not wait till a time that is convenient to me to do Windows updates. It just straight up went ahead and did them. Right now? Well, no, I, I, if he just goes in his machine reboots, do I miss, you still see him? His I still see him, yes. Him. Here, yeah. if all of a sudden if all of a sudden instead of me you see this, Windows is doing updates. Whoa. I, I, I still see you. Yeah. Green little oh, okay. dot. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, the point is Windows is not updating anything at the moment, so we're good to go. Thank God. Yeah, I was, I was, I was worried there for a second. We got, we got a fantastic intro going on. Oh, I'm still setting up, so don't let me stop you from having a wonderful podcast without me. So I should uh, be like starting soon. But we've been like, you know, getting ready to go for like two hours now. Maybe one. It was a I, significant amount of time. I, I. I didn't remember <clears throat> to do anything until you hopped on. I mean, I've I've almost finished the dragon milk that I've been drinking. So Ooh, Kevin dragon was... milk. That's a th- that's a throwback. We yeah, we well, haven't had a mention of, of a dragon milk in quite some time. I know. Well, Kevin came to visit, uh, and he ran to the grocery store, and in all of his infinite wisdom. And that is not sarcastic in the least. He bought dragon's milk. And I was like, oh my god, you are the best. I've like, forgotten about that stuff. And of course it's as tasty as I remember it being. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you very much, Kevin. That was pretty awesome. You're very welcome. And Kevin, what are you partaking in? Uh... Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god, sorry. My my Twitch is just all over the place at this point. I have no idea what's happening right now. So unprofessional. Oh yeah, this is this is all kinds of I'm trying to get to the damn stream manager. Twitch fucked everything up. There's nothing new for Twitch, though, but... I mean, I love it here. Thank you, Twitch. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, oh. Uh, I am also back to a favorite of mine. A little Modelo. Modelo. I was looking for that when I was doing that okay. shopping. Yeah, man, I've been, like, really been drinking a lot of this stuff. I mean, not, like, to an unhealthy... So state. you're an alcoholic, no. you're saying. I'm not like an alcoholic. I just drink too much and I have no self-control with alcohol and also I become abusive and berate everybody when I drink too much and can't stop. But Oh, that's just an alcoholic. Like, yeah, no, no, yeah. that's typical. That's like mm. Wednesday yeah. night, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. Why the hell is shield mode on our freaking... You don't forget it. I don't care. It is? Uh, that might have been me. It, I saw something like pop up for moderators and I thought that was like the the moderator um, 
panel or whatnot. Yeah. But I'll, I'll close E, or you could turn it off. I don't. Uh, shield my quickly activate. Oh yeah, no, you do need it on. Sorry, sorry. Now we have. Ah, you yeah, check that. Check our settings though. We might people oh, might not be able to chat. I mean, oh, you know, fine. I'll turn it off. It's like anybody. anybody. I don't care. I let people talk shit. America, damn it. Boot it up. America. Anyway, so yeah, I've I've Modelo and. Uh, mm. I guess as usual, we start every episode apologizing why there's a long gap between episodes again. Uh, let's see, what's the uh, thing this time? Uh, last weekend, um, oh, well, first of all, I got COVID, mm-hmm. um, so that was that was the first time we missed it, so that was fun. I popped my COVID cherry, finally, after three years. It's good know, thank stuff. You people in my, yeah, thank you people in my family who never got vaccinated. You finally got exactly what you wanted. You got me and my child sick. Thank you so mm. much. Well done, team. The irony. Mm-hmm. Vaccines are, are for pussies. Yeah, so after three years of staying away from them, we were like, okay, seems like things are doing better now. Let's all hang out. And they're like, yeah, you should come over and visit. And we all got COVID. <sighs> just amazing. People just, yeah. But anyhow. Hey, speaking uh, of vaccines, I'm officially an old person today because I went out and I got my shingles vaccine. Or at least the the first round of it. You need your second round. So as my daughter pointed out, she's like, you got more nanobots in you. I was like, you bet. <laughs> oh, how's your how's your 5G reception? Uh, it's better. It's cool. Um, I'm actually connected yeah. to this stream through the 5G nanobots in my head. Very nice. Well, yes. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, I thought I really expected the vaccine to be at least help me with COVID. But god damn, that thing fucking ran over me like a truck. Jesus. Yeah, well, considering that lots of people died from it, who knows? It might have helped you with it. Cause, you yeah, know, that's the problem. You we'll still never here. know. Yeah, I mean, I will say that I got over, well, I got over the really bad symptoms in like two days. Uh, like, yeah. I, have, I still like have, even though it's a lot better, I did have that brain fog for a while. I still have it a little bit. Um, and I still have like a little bit of a like residual cough from time to time, but overall, like yeah, the after two completely horrible days, it faded fairly quickly. My kid barely had any symptoms; she was just uh, lethargic and had a fever. And my wife is um, actually pretty much in the same state as I am. She's still like feeling it a little bit, but she's mostly over it. So now, did you take the Paxlovid stuff? I did not. Um, so. uh, she did eventually because I think after she wasn't going to the first day because of actually what you guys said but then the second day she felt so bad she just said fuck it and started taking it mm-hmm. uh, which is possibly why nine days or so almost ten days after she got sick she was still testing positive she's yeah. not anymore she's in the clear now but she tested positive for a while her taste is still messed up she never lost it, but like it definitely screwed it up a bit. So yeah, her symptoms definitely are dragging out longer than mine. Yeah. In some regards. So uh, yeah. Also, um, apparently gives you diarrhea. So good time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I went through that same experience, and I was testing positive like ten days later. That's crazy. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. like all it does is like spread it out. 
Yeah. Where I'm like, rip the fucking Band-Aid off. Well, let me get it over with and be done. Well, maybe that's the point. Is like, if you're old enough, which I guess we were, um, it tries to reduce the maximum like peak part of it, you know, and just dull the whole thing, but spread it out wide instead of letting it go high. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, that could be. It. Who knows? Seems logical. All I know is. All I know is one night I hit, I think I, I mentioned I hit a fever of like 104.5, which is technically yeah, you should be not going good. to the emergency room. But I was like, mm. nah, let's see what happens. And the next morning is when I started feeling better. So I... Well, yeah, your body like burned it out of you. Well, yeah. Uh, How long did it take to believe, break the sweat? Break the fever? I don't know, but probably took out some brain cells while I was at it, though. Mm. I think. Mm. Maybe. So I'm down to like my last five or so. That you had some sweaty balls. They weren't sweaty. They were no, I'm sorry. They were yeah. So they were cool balls. Oh yeah, no, I was actually like covered in sweat. <laughs> I was also de- I was also delirious because it was in the middle of the night. The reason I knew that I had a high fever is because I was just having some really weird, like half I was like half dreaming, half awake, but I couldn't tell what was real. So I'm like, oh. Oh, and I was covered in sweat, so I'm like, oh, let me take my temperature, and the thing's just like, you can see the thermometer is like climbing, and it's like 102, 102. 102.5, 103.5, 104.5, 104.5, 0.6, I'm like, oh god. And then the top explodes, like in the old cartoons, you know. And it's, <laughs> by the way, and, and um, I didn't know that uh, when you get to that high, it like, uh, it beeps, and like flashes bright red at your face because it's like you should be you are you can you are die dying. motherfucker <laughs> warning right so then so then my wife is like are you okay and i'm like yeah i'll be fine she's like oh do you have a bad fever i'm like nah thermometer is broken or something anyway good night and her third question was you've paid the life insurance policy right right <laughs> so yeah, that went, so that was fine. But yeah, like I said, the next morning I woke up and my, uh, I think my fever was like 99. So, yeah. I think I fried everything that needed to be fried and then some. So there we go. Well, we're glad you're still with us today. Sorry, my dog's barking. Thank you for clearing that up. I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah. I thought you had a cat. Uh, Oh, you know what? I just heard something, which, by the way, you, you might, there might be another reason why you might lose me in the process. Uh, we have a severe thunderstorm incoming, and if you know anything about Duke Energy, which provides electricity for uh, North Carolina, a if a bird so much as sh- like takes a shit on our power lines, the entire state goes out. So well, it's too bad you don't have like a battery backup connected to your solar panels. Hmm. Yeah, uh, not that Duke would let me use it anyway, because well, that's a whole other rant. Speaking of the whole yeah. electricity thing, um, I'm really pissed about this whole EV thing. As somebody who's now like being forced to buy uh, a car, I have to buy another stupid fucking gas car because. Oh, don't car... talk to me. You're no. dead to me. Yeah, our car... I, I'm... nobody makes a family car. Nobody makes an EV family car. Those just don't exist. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, unless I mean, unless I want to spend like eighty grand, which I do not. Even if I had it, I couldn't. I didn't. I wouldn't prefer not to spend that much. The van. Well, the EV six is a wagon, so that's it's got some decent space. I mean, nah, not, not like seven no, people. No, no, no. no it's not about. 
it's not about actually people. There's there's cars that have plenty of space for people. The the problem is like tr like cargo and trunk space. That's where these things are fucking lacking. I think the EV nine or something is supposed to be pretty huge. Yeah, it's like seventy grand. Oh. Yeah. That's the thing. There's either you can either buy a really you can either buy like a small EV that doesn't fit our needs, or I can spend an insane amount of money for something that does. Not as someone that does not have an insane amount of money, I am stuck buying a gas car. And then maybe by the time like I get sick of it, maybe they'll finally figure out a charging standard that works. That's like a whole freak that that's like that's that's ins that that whole process has been absolutely insane. You have Elon Musk, who's just like, and I'm not defending Elon Musk, who years ago said, "Hey, uh, I have we have this standard, the what is it, North American Charging Center, NACS." Yeah, I think they he's just like, recently gave it that name, though. Maybe know. it might have been called something else, but he's like, but he's like, you guys can all have it, you can all use it, it's yours. I'm giving it away for free. Just I want everyone to use it, and guess what? If you all use it, we can all use the same chargers. And look what we have: we have a bunch of chargers. So if you make cars and you put our charging port in it. You have an instant like access to a, an entire charging network, and car manufacturers are like, no, fuck that. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna do a much better thing. What we're gonna do is we're gonna make this one port, and it's gonna be called J one seven seven double D Donut Gummy Bear Foxtrot Alpha. Like well, then, the Star Wars droids, they're all like letters and numbers. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it it's like a Star Wars thing. Yeah, it totally rolls off the tongue. Consumers are totally going to know what that thing is called. But, but wait, on top of that, we're going to put a much bigger charger right next to it uh, with a mo with possibly even more confusing name called Chadamos, whatever the fuck that stands for. So you're going to have two chargers and you're not going to know which one to use and no one's going to understand anything and it's going to be great. Well, and no, like no, no. So... Oh, go on, go on, finish no. here. And then I was gonna say, and then a couple years later, after selling like millions of EVs, they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's just, let's just, uh, you know, this is this is too confusing. People don't understand. People don't understand what's going on. Let Let's come up with this other other like format, and we'll make it universal. So we have this thing called CCS. Oh, great! Yeah, it's awesome. They're gonna yeah, use but... it in Europe. We're gonna use it in the U.S. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna put it in all the cars. We got this. Let's go, team. We got this new charger. And just as soon as they finally got the standard going and started building stations everywhere that have the CCS shit, all of a sudden everyone's like, "Hey guys, that'd be a good idea. Remember that Tesla charger? Yeah, let's do that instead. Let's get, let's yeah, let's, let's yeah, yeah. We're just gonna do that now. Fuck it." No, the <laughs> cool thing was that CCS took the J one seven seven XQ LG. Keep going. Whatever. You're, you're halfway um, into the name. Yeah, exactly. They gave it balls. So it has those, like, two big, you know, DC ports or whatever on the bottom. It's the equivalent of, like, putting balls on something. So, you know, what they were doing was they were going for the people with their, like, big Ford F-150s with the truck nuts on them. They were like, this Charger's got nuts. Yeah, you know, America. That, that's what the the thought process, the marketing behind that was, in case you didn't know. I, I believe it. I believe somewhere someone said, this looks like it's got balls. Let's do it. Let's go, mm -hmm. let's go forward with it. Yeah. 
So yeah, the, basically the charging standard we had access to since 2000, when did Tesla go on sale? 2008? So yeah. to 12, 15, it took them 15 years to realize that the, that the, that the, that the charger we had all along was just right there. It, it took them that long to decide that that's the thing that we should have fucking used from the very beginning. So well, they were all competing, so there now we have a winner. But so what was, happens? But to... they weren't even competing because Nissan was the biggest supporter of that J7 whatever the fuck and the Chadmos thing. And then speaking of which, by the way, Nissan, who I believe at this point is committing a fucking crime, is still selling their Nissan Leaf that they're selling right now, today, if you go out and buy a brand new Leaf, still comes with that fucking J charger and the Chadmos in it. Wow. Both, both of which are dead standards. And they're going to be selling this, I don't know, for a couple more years, maybe? What the fuck? And there's no adapters, nothing you can use. So people today who are basically buying e, uh, fucking Nissan Leafs are buying something that they're going to have a lot of trouble charging outside of their house. In, well, actually, as of now, and in a year or two, it's going to get even worse. So, so. yeah, what happens with all of... There's, I mean, not a Tesla level, but there's a significant number of CCS, J1776, whatever the fuck those are, you know, cars out there. And I know that um, Tesla has the magic dock on some of their stations, but certainly not all. Are they going to stop putting them on the few ones that they had? Are you, talking, like, about the CC, are you talking about the CCS ones? Yeah, the, the magic dock. Yeah, basically quotes, they're going to... CCS. Yeah, CCS uh, is basically going to be phased out, and everybody who bought cars with CCS chargers are going to get an adapter of their own. So like Ford, GM and some of the other whoever chooses to participate in this freaking nightmare is saying that if you bought a car with a ccs charger we're going to give you an adapter and then in 2025 and 26 they're just going to start putting the the nacs chargers into cars so ccs is basically going to be phased out in like the next two or three years right which is it's just bananas to me it's absolutely fucking bananas i i mean i i, I don't think it's bananas but i think it should have been done five years ago but they should have just gone you know, with, the if with the tesla if, charger right from the beginning yes the I, I agree with that but at least they're doing it now rather than making it worse yeah oh. well so. be careful because we also said that about ccs when ccs became the agreed upon standard everyone was like well okay the whole chadmos thing is a pain in the ass but Okay, finally, we at least have a standard the entire world uses. Okay, let's go. That's fine. We'll figure it out. And two years later, they're all of a sudden saying, never mind, we're changing again. So what's stopping them in the I meantime? Mean, what if tomorrow somebody comes out with CCS 2.0, which is better than the Tesla chargers, and they're going to go, oh, shit, yeah, let's go back to that now. Because it's a competitive market so, until it's the best business model for everybody, you know? I think they're all just completely dropping the ball with this shit. The fact that it's 2023 and they don't have, and they're still fighting over chargers, and none of them are actually making like full fleet of EV vehicles, is ridiculous. Tesla's have been on sale for 
well over a decade. The Nissan Leaf has been on sale for over a decade, and where the fuck are all like the Hondas, Toyotas, and GM cars? Like they they didn't jump on the bandwagon until a long time after. Yeah, I know. That's really that's a really bad lack of foresight. Yeah, no, they're doing the they want all the infighting to finish they want all the standards to be set they they want to wait until the very end before they go okay now that all the dust settles we will build our cars with this we will build our cars with that like according to them this whole ev thing has either been a fad or you know like it's it's happening too soon Let's just wait and see what happens. That's what I was going to say. They were resisting the technology 100% for, like, years. Toyota's been doing that big time. Toyota, they were hedging their bets with... um, Hydrogen, right? uh, Or hybrid? Yeah, hydrogen and hybrids. And they were like, EV's not going to work out. The one EV that they had, the fucking tires kept falling off of it. So there, the Toyota, which is like one of the largest car manufacturers, second to Tesla, <laughs> they were like, uh, you know, well, fuck this EV shit. Now they're like, oh, no, you know, like EVs taking off. We're going to have to deal with that. So it's just a lot of these manufacturers are like, they... It, it's like the old white business you know, man model that kind of that they're they're going through. Um, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I, did we? No, no. I'm still here. I'm trying to figure out my camera. Oh, okay. Been acting up, so maybe um, off and on will fix it. I doubt it will, but no, they're thanks. setting it. Oh. They're they're setting their ways, and they are. You know, they don't want to take that initial step or they're like, hey, it takes too much. Um, it takes too much money or time or insert resource here to change any of this. Meanwhile, Tesla and and I don't own a Tesla. I, I was like. Fuck that! It was you know when it came time to buy an EV, I, I went somewhere else. I went, I got a the EV6 because Tesla was a little bit too expensive and um, too long of a wait. So I was like, fuck that. But Tesla treats their production lines like they treat their software in a iterate and and you know rapidly get it out they are not afraid of change they're not afraid of you know what this worked well for the two months that we had it but we have something that we could be doing better let's let's change that and they will revamp their production lines um you know maybe not everything that they do is the best choice they uh got rid of the uh, all, all the radar and sonar sensors on their cars to go strictly uh, camera based and so well, he, far he, that that's he hates lidar yeah As Sandy Monroe would be like FLIR but uh, um, anyway like uh, you know the 
you look at the Tesla camera boards that they have, and they might have like six cameras in the car now, but their their PCB boards have um, connectors for like twelve cameras. If if you did a teardown of the car, so like you know Tesla is like I think we could make an improvement here, and they make an improvement. Period. So like it's. I mean, they iterate and they improve and there's, unless these other car companies start doing that, you really won't be able to touch Tesla. Right. Yeah. I, it's, again, to me, it's just a huge fucking life of course that these companies, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, so that's generally what I'm pissed about. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I'm 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 really just just generally annoyed. I thought that was the whole brand of this channel. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't yelled enough. I've complained, but I'm not. I'm clearly not doing enough yelling. So, um, so yeah. So, but moving on to the happy parts of life, the extraction movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it finally there's like a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Just knowing that somewhere out there, I can at any given time put on Extraction, Extraction 2, and soon Extraction 3, just makes it all the worthwhile. Like, like sure, like, I wake up and I see, you know, the smile on my child's face, but I, like, I shove her out of the way so that I can go downstairs and watch Extraction again. See, that's, that's, a, that's a reason for me to stay in bed. Nice. That's, I mean, that's the thing. It fits almost any mood. It it really does. Right. It's it's everything. It's an action movie. It's a rom com. It's a comedy. <laughs> it's you know. It's, it's, it's so funny how he murdered all those people. I know. You see, like, the, like their bodies bounced and then they went limp because there was no life in them. And it's like years of recovery. He's got a limp and he's like, I have a mission. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. He's just that awesome. That's the whole point. No, it's great because it's it's yet another movie that itches that sorry that scratches the same itch as like um, uh, as John Wick. Like it's a very John Wick like series, um, in in many ways. Like as far as the way the combat's done, the way the the gun stuff yeah. is done, it parallels the John Wick movies in many ways. If you, I mean, like honestly, if you look at them, think about it. Both Extraction and the first John Wick movie start out in exactly the same way. Uh, what was it in in John Wick, the first one, the movie starts out with him sitting there, all beat to shit, look like he's bleeding out, he's he might die, and he whips out his phone and he's watching a video of his wife who is now dead, you know, on the beach, and he's remembering like his wife, you know, as and then and then it you know it uh, it travels the, the the movie travels back in time and catches you up to that moment. Extraction is the same thing. It starts out with him sitting there all beat to shit, bleeding out. He's not looking at a phone, but he's remembering his kid who's also playing on the beach. Like, it is the same exact scene where they're both, like, about, like, to face death or whatever, and they're remembering uh, 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 an important, uh, which I'm called, like, a family member who died tragically. Also, by the way, both, I think, died of cancer. So, yeah. Like, there's a, there's so many there's, there's so many perils like both kind of have like a little bit of a death wish, both kind of have to be dragged into this like life that they might have want to might have want to 
to like leave behind kind of yeah well that might be the stretch but but yeah and then um although although uh um what's his face uh shit i'm blanking on his in character name but uh hemsworth he didn't get a dog no, he got no. Ah, ah, ah. He didn't have a dog, but he also has animals. He has chickens. <laughs> sure. And he. But hit, chickens don't don't they, they don't resonate with the viewers the same way as dogs. No, but like he hangs you out know. like an extraction too. He's sitting on the couch and watching. Um, what is he watching? Like the British Bake Off or something like that with yeah. his chickens or something. <laughs> oh, speaking of, how are you still alive? Because you killed off Daisy. We had Daisy, and you killed her off. You, I John Wick, should have. I didn't, ki- I didn't kill her off. What happened was Daisy kept making weird sounds. Also, at some point, Daisy was on fire. So, I, for, well, for Daisy's yeah, sake, she was I on didn't... fire because she, she was announced, it. And they spoke from a different name. It's like, don't don't label me yeah. Daisy. Yeah, that's another thing. I named her Daisy, and the thing in chat kept saying Pando. And <laughs> I, I kept misreading that every time as Pedo, and I kept yeah. saying as like, Pedo wants a snack, and I'm like, what? What the fuck is this? I'm not feeding no Pedo. What is happening? Uh, so I just decided to, um, until I figure out how to use Daisy correctly, I just, I, I she's not, she's not dead. She's, she's, she's sleeping. She's, she's, she's sleeping right. in her kennel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll so. accept that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so like back to the John Wick reference, I, I. Yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way, but it, it, you're 100% right. Although, I, I thought the second movie was much more similar to John Wick in the sense of cinematography. They did a whole lot more like yep. steady, one-shot, follow-it-through, um, you know, because every, everyone always is like, John Wick, they it, they keep you in the action. They don't do, like, quick cuts. It's it's like a one-time thing, right. you know, or like yeah. a long shot. And they did a lot more of that with Extraction, too. Yeah, the choreography in both movies is insane. But yeah. I will say this. In so much that it is, it reminds me of John Wick movies, it actually also... Like, I kind of have the same issue with Extraction as I do with the John Wick movies. And... Just, you you can only there. watch so many in a day. That's no, the issue. Right, I right, have. right. <laughs> only twenty-four um, hours. No, my problem is that. So, both with okay, both in with extraction and. Oops. Oh, I, I think his PC. Re- yeah, his machine rebooted. No. So I guess now we have some time to uh, make fun of Skip. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, now we can hear you. Can hear you now. No, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I think it's just. I think it might be uh, the thunder. I think the thunderstorm might be fucking with my internet as well. But anyway, so what I was saying before was that I have the same issue with um, extraction as I do with John Wick movies, in so much that the first Wick movie and the first extraction movies are actually my favorite of the series. I still enjoy John Wick one more than the rest of them. And I, and I liked, as, as amazing as Extraction 2 was, and I do love that movie, I liked the first one more. And the reason is because they both suffer from the same problem. There is a diminishing amount of return on um, the stakes in the movie. So if you watch, like, uh, so now we've had, like, four, 
John Wick movies. I haven't seen the fourth one yet, but even by the third one, in the first one, he's like, there's uncertainty and there's a certain vulnerability to him where he does fuck up. He does get hurt. He could potentially die. Same thing with Chris Hemsworth, where he actually sort of dies at the end of the first one. As the movies progress, they both become borderline invincible superheroes and where like at the end of john wick 3 you know he gets shot and falls off a fucking like the top of a hotel bounces off a bunch of balconies and slams it on the ground and is somehow alive same thing in extraction 2 yeah he goes pure fucking hell and is still like in the first one gets a shot through the neck yeah he finally they finally managed to put him down which i thought was was really cool in the second one it doesn't there it doesn't even come close to him getting hurt he's completely invincible through that entire fucking movie to the point where like he as you saw that one scene he like as a helicopter is uh pelting him with machine gun fire he just gently stands behind a little ladder full of holes and just sort of lets them finish and then comes out and just guns down on the helicopter like is it awesome yes but that man is unstoppable in the second one completely like it's an, it's crazy so and i think that's gonna continue in the third one in the third one he's just gonna like like i don't know just like th- throw a rocket up at us at a plane and i think it's gonna explode in midair it, okay. <laughs> if that happens i'm gonna send the, the new 100 bucks <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, like, in, in wick if you look at what he goes through in the first movie like he only beats up like a couple of guys at a time and they you know he takes like a pretty bad beating the second movie starts out by him getting hit by cars multiple times. Yeah. And he just gets back up and continues to beat the fuck out of everybody in sight. Because and in the it, third one, it goes completely even over the even like even over the top with that shit. That so, that damage, you know, the whole force of the car hitting him is being spread across his whole body. Um, so like he did a horizontal right, you know, break fall like, on the windshield. Exactly. It's like when you, uh, you know, lay on that bed of nails because you're laying down on it. The the nails don't puncture your body. You you can you can sit on it. It's it's okay. fine. As somebody who has been hit by a car, I can mm-hmm. tell you that's not how it works. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, you just didn't do the fancy John Wick. Movie. Yeah, you don't have that Maybe. skill. Yeah, if you had that oh, skill, skill. I'm sorry, skill, you would have been sorry, able yeah. to get like with anything in. in I body. thought it was. It's a break fall. It's a break crash. Exactly. Exactly. No, 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 no. If you do the phys- if you do the math, no, in the all of that one, was completely survivable. It's in the easy. second one, that car, and I'm talking about the first one because I think he gets hit by like three. In the second movie, the cat when he's in that garage trying to get his car back, he's standing up and a car just t-bones him like right like into his fucking midsection mm-hmm. he like flips over it falls down gets up and beats the shit out of the driver i mean come on man it's you know it's I'd pretty be crazy angry if someone just hit me with a car so i'd beat the shit out of the driver yeah that's not true. I would... that's not true when that old woman hit you with her car you did not beat the shit out of her at all if I, if I remember, that's true, but that's just, just because I felt no, bad. No, you exchange insurance information, and that would have made for a way more boring John Wick movie. Like, if you get hit by a fucking cab, and he's like, hold on, sir. John Wick 5. <laughs> I have my Geico card. <laughs> You're lucky I have all state. This is my license to kill card. I have a million and, and dollar you know, coverage. 
if I had a mattress for every time a ladder, de- you know, deflected bullets from me, I-, I wouldn't need this podcast. So anyway, so that's my point. <laughs> is what I'm saying. As as enjoyable as these movies are, uh, the level uh, of the 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 inhuman level of power and uh, survivability on these on these main characters just goes to up to a point where it's like okay the action is really great but at no point do i feel like they're in any kind of danger at all anymore that's like i said before you know in the montage of him like recovering he's like well i got a mission you know two years of limping and you know two months of working out harder get (laughs) repairs the body i will say in, in both movies he always has like some kind of like arm sling and a cast which he wears for like five minutes and then he's completely fine. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Like they bandage him up and then somebody starts firing and him. He's like, "Well, fuck this whole healing thing. I'm fine now." I mean, granted, in the first one, there was the the guy who he was going up against also got hit by a fucking truck, and his main injury was uh, solved by him just snapping his nose back into place, and he was completely fine after that. So. Hmm. Speaking of which, they never closed the loop with the first movie. No, alive, that kid's but... still out there. They might circle back to him. Yeah, I hope so. It's kind of it's a bit of a, a bit of a plot hole. Yeah, like he had a he had, he had a whole bonding moment with that kid. Yeah. yeah, but they have to give it some time for like both the kids, the good kid and the bad kid, to to grow back up. You know. And yeah, then, but notice how at no like, point in Extraction Two, after he survived, at some point did he go, at any point did he go, hey, should we go see if that kid's okay? You know, we had like a we had a nice bond going. Well, they kind of took care of that at the post-credit scene of the first movie. You you assume that was him, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I assume that scene would have been somewhere in the second movie, but they kind of just glazed over that, where they're just like, "You're fine. They're, Go they're, in the cabin." They're doing a tricky a tricky trick. They're gonna make the, it a callback in the third one, so it has extra value. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder who the fuck he's gonna extract in the third one. That's the thing. He's going to become a dentist and extract teeth. You oh. never saw that coming. He's he's going to go that. deep dive to go save some people from a submarine. Oh, God. Wow, <laughs> that, was, that was a horrible segue. <laughs> too, too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, man. Those people just compressed like a, like a few days ago. Give, give people time to to, to uh, you know to cope with the tragedy. So uh, man, I I I'm was surprised it? how like well, I was surprised by how much that story held me. I felt like genuinely like upset about the whole thing. I know people were being like dicks and just like, "Oh, you know, uh, don't worry about it. There's just a couple of billionaires on board. Nothing of value was lost." And it's like, "All right, yeah, I get it. Like nobody likes rich people and sure these people are complete fucking idiots for getting into this thing, but just like picturing these people being stuck in that fucking soup can underwater, running it slowly, running out of air, and like in the darkness. Oh god, that was like torture. So when I found out that they just pretty much died instantly, that was pretty much a relief. Like, yeah. thank god they didn't suffer. God damn, that would have been horrible. No, it was instant, millisecond, yeah. like total annihilation explosion. It just yeah, imploded. It, it, yeah, they said they're not even sure that they knew anything was wrong. They might have like heard some kind of weird sound, and somebody might have been like, "Oh shit!" And then that was it. No, someone probably said, "Did you hear that?" You know, and that was it. Yeah. And, and even... honestly, like that, it's 
there were like five innocent people on there and like one person that got their come up as oh i thought it was five and the whoever no the pilot or what it was so then four and because the ceo of the company well, that's was. The, that was the really weird part. Like, he must have known that this thing was a death trap. So why the fuck did he go in? Why the fuck did he go in? I, I have no he, idea. But There was I mean, a whole article about how he was, like, famous for saying the the entrepreneurs are successful when they know what how to cut corners. And... And then it was describing how he was like bragging about, yeah, we use these materials instead of like industry standard. And yeah, he kept bragging about that he's not. His whole thing was like, we don't, we don't listen to old white men uh, on how to build these things. We have a young, diverse uh, team working on this, so there's some new ideas and new ways of thinking, and that. Well, and what's his face? What was it? J- uh, James Cameron, whatever that director that yeah. went down in like over thirty. Um, I mean, world submarine things. Cameron. Yes. <laughs> in twenty twenty three, James Cameron dove beneath the sea. <laughs> I can't believe you still remember that. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I have I no idea what that. you're talking about. Oh my god, <laughs> Kevin! What man, the fuck are on. we going to do with you? The best episodes of Future Men, where they break into James Cameron Cameron's house and they have a whole interaction with that AI in his house. Oh my so god! I actually quasi might be remembering that one. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, like every time I mention James Cameron, it always puts like a some kind of like superlative like adjective before it. It's like it's like oh, you've made it into the piano room. Of yes. Oh my god! Of all of them, Cameron. I didn't really even watch the series, but I did see that one. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy. Oh. But anyway, so um, what was I? What was I saying? But okay. But anyway, yeah. So the so the sub thing sad, uh, but uh, extraction good. Um, the oh, you know what? That, that was the thing. The one, the one thing in extraction two that bugged the living shit out of me, which, which again, I know, like I'm asking for a lot for deep plots and no plot holes. The thing with the satellite phone though really seemed that was like a stretch to me. So like when the kid steals a satellite phone. Like, oh, okay, yeah, so, that was so, stupid. Like, first of all, there's no way that guy would have just left his satellite phone unlocked or unsecured. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he would have definitely noticed that it was missing when the kid yeah. took it. Somebody would have been like, where the fuck is my phone? And the notion that this kid who's been stuck in a Ukraine, not Ukrainian, what, 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 Serbian, what prison are they in? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, one of those third world. Yeah, yeah. I keep Albanian, I think. Was it Albanian? Whatever. Who's been stuck in the prison? By memory, knows his estranged uncle's phone mm-hmm. number. Yeah. That he's able to call him and text him. And again, like nobody, nobody's the wiser that he's doing this. That part was so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So the movie could happen. Yeah, basically, like yeah, that like <laughs> I, I can't believe no one like. Like they completely just phone that part in. It, it also means that literally kid, and figuratively. <laughs> and it, it it also means that the kid had absolutely no point to be in this movie except to just kind of like fuck them yeah. all over. Be the monkey wrench. But, but you knew yeah. that the instant you saw him, and he's like, "I'm gonna be with those guys, mom." And she's like, "Yes, yeah, son." 
<laughs> yeah, that's some bad parenting, by the way. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, and the other thing, also, <clears throat> so Chris Hemsworth is, uh, but I keep forgetting his name in the movie. He has a really, like, stupid Yeah, it was like name. Kate so, or, or Kite Rake. or something. Rake. 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 Rake, thank you. His last name was Rake. <laughs> is it Tyler Rake? Taylor Rake? I think like so, Tyler. It might be. Anyway. So he, so, okay. So, hold on, let's work the timeline here. He, because he says he met this kid. When they're, when they're talking on the balcony, he says, you may not remember, but you met me and my son years ago when he was still alive. So that means, since he's the son of this Albanian, Serbian, whatever guy, that means that Chris Hemsworth's wife's sister was already married to this horrible criminal because they give you his backstory and they say they were pretty much, they were these horrible murderous criminals their entire life. So that means Chris Hemsworth knew that she was married to this horrible person and had kids with him and that didn't like raise any flags like no one thought that was a problem years ago no one... well i mean it might have been like the kid was a teenager so he might have been let's say he was like 15 so i mean his son looked like he died when he was like six so it might have been like a decade ago a but, bunch could happen in, in, but a decade in, ago she right so 10 years ago she would have been married to one of the worst criminals in the world and chris hemsworth who is totally like aware of all this was just sort of like eh, eh, whatever. well maybe he was just an up-and-coming criminal back then he wasn't no, like no, one of no, the they worst said that they criminals were, no they said that they were pretty much they were into crime since they were children and when they were teenagers they started like doing these weird jobs and murdering everybody and by the time they were like even remotely of adult age, they were already like renowned and world known, like murderers, killers, and leaders of this horrible organization. So, no, he would have totally known who this guy was at that point. How was this not addressed years before? Huh? So the movie could happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Those are the only two plot holes in the movie. Everything else makes total sense. And. As usual, I'm just looking for things to complain about because, goddamn, that movie is awesome. They're both awesome. God, they're so fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> I. It's such an injustice that the, that they didn't release these movies in theaters. They must be kicking themselves at this point because they're really popular. They're really good. Both were really well received. Like everyone, pretty much unanimously loved both movies. The second one got like, I wouldn't say critical acclaim, but it got like. Uh, almost universal like positive reviews from everybody so yeah and now of course and now as a result marvel's begging chris hemsworth to come back to do another thor movie yeah they suddenly suddenly realize they need him a lot more than he needs them because he's just oh yeah and they're going to be basically not only are they making a third movie but you know they're they're (laughs) they're planning to make a cinematic universe out of the extraction universe as well so Chris oh yeah, I was going to like, say, you know, and then there's going to be a spinoff, and you know, oh, it, yeah. it's it's all about the franchise nowadays. I mean, you have that with John Wick, you have the ballerina coming out, you have the um, continental show. TV yeah. show coming out. Oh my god! You know, there's at least another John Wick. You know, John Wick Five is coming out. Then you know what I would watch? Going to have oh my a, god, an Akira spinoff. You would watch none of that, Kevin. You would. We would tell you to watch it. You would watch none of it. No, if they did, um, 
the just a little like I don't know, just the um uh, the the operator staff and like you know in the water cooler room and you know like lunch yeah. break and and it's just like the office but it's that staff <laughs> it's just that That's office true. like how fucking that. cool would that be? <laughs> that would be that would be awesome and i have all faith that they are absolutely gonna do that i'm sure that's gonna be I, oh I, my god I, just a bunch of tattooed women talking like you know let's say uh in the theme of you know office banter but on that Total scale mundane stuff you know like yeah i went home and made a tv dinner and she's got like eighteen thousand piercings and you're like no this person was at a race <laughs> right? will you tell me that oh, now i want the show to exist god damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you were supposed damn to have it. a listing at five minutes ago damn it so much disrespect that's <laughs> great because you know keanu is gonna make cameos in all of these shows as well like he's uh, definitely like that kind of guy oh my god he's totally gonna make an appearance and everything uh, oh god, even if it's like one shot where he's like bye ladies and then like walks out you know <laughs> just here to pick up my dog don't mind me see ya. you're doing a great uh, job yeah, yeah they're sorry yeah. i thought this was a different conference room <laughs> oh. <laughs> So at this point, yeah, everything and everyone is going to have their own, like, cinematic universe. So it's like Fast and the Furious is not going to have a cinematic universe. They already, as, as I told you, as soon as the series is done, they're going to, like, do a bunch of spinoffs. Um, so that's already... <laughs> not done yet. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, who's... Uh, Marvel obviously has their cinematic universe. In fact, the only... The only ironically, the only one who's failing... The only people failing to pull off a cinematic universe is DC. DC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard, but um, the Flash movie is, I mean, it bombed the first weekend, but the second weekend, it completely just tanked and went, like it's gone, like it's done. It's theatrical run is basically done. Really? It's, it's, Good, it'll it made, be streaming that much sooner. It yeah. Made under, it made under $60 million the first week. It made $15 million in its second week. Seriously? It like a, yeah, it was the biggest, it was one of the biggest drops ever. It was like a 75% drop. Wow. Uh, but 60 is not even that much on the first weekend. No, it was considered a disaster weekend. And they thought, well, at least maybe the, maybe it'll have some legs. And no, it did not. It went from being barely beating out uh, Spider-Man in its first week to it's now... So it went from barely being in first place to thir to almost finishing fourth. It did beat Spider-Man, though? No. The first, week, the first weekend, yes. Now Spider-Man is back really? at number one. Yes. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. When was Spider-Man... So, Spider-Man oh. had been out already. It oh, didn't yeah. beat... Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was like, yeah. It barely beat Spider-Man. Oh, it didn't mean... Oh, it didn't beat Spider-Man's, like, opening night. No. No, 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 no. no. Spider-Man trounced. The Spider-Man's been... The Spider yeah, yeah. Has, yeah, has tons. A ton of money. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, Especially it's, it's, after there's two versions of the movie. Yeah, or more no, than one. Yeah. That was clever. Now people are totally going to go back and try to watch the other one. That was Yes. Crazy. Or if I, you know, other theaters. That was really smart, yeah. especially in a multiverse theme situation. Exactly. And they could do so it wondering... with anime. So I'm wondering what's going to happen when they release it on streaming and like DVD, uh, Blu-ray. Like, are they? Are you just 
going to wind up with one of the versions? Are you going to wind up with like deleted scenes? That will they'll, if they're the smart, part? they'll milk it out. They'll be like, which one will you get in the box? And then after like a year or two, it's they'll do... Box. They'll they'll do like a, a box case where it's like you know all three movie versions. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, great. it does depend on how many versions they have. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah, I think it's not like it's just sort of like it might be the same animation, but from I don't know. The thing I saw was totally slightly different. Um, uh the the words that the people were saying but it was still the same scene and like the same content but just different like dialogue, same scene, different perspective kind of yeah like one was you know a full on or instead of like a close up to the guy or whatever right. <clears throat> which is so cool yeah yeah it was pretty neat i thought although yeah, you know the thing that gets us interested now are like fourth fourth wall type of creativity instead of actual content <laughs> i mean no this well, this movie was awesome with content but like just in general yeah and it's doing well so now there's i'm sure the third one's going to do even better but i don't know what they're going to be doing at dc because uh black adam was considered a financial failure and it looks like black adam is going to make like three to four times as much money as the flash so yeah. uh, the only person having a really good laugh about this is, is Zack snyder who by the way, <laughs> all the shit they gave him and all the shit that he got from people, his movies actually made a ton of money. Whereas as soon as he left, all the DC movies began to instantly bomb left and right. Yeah, they all can't them, get all anybody. Them, all of them tanked. Uh, James Gunn's, uh, uh, what do you call them, Suicide Squad movie tanked. Birds of Prey tanked. The Flash tanked. Uh, Black Adam, I mean, I think it did okay, but apparently it was a huge financial disappointment as well. Uh, uh, what else? What else was there? They canceled uh, B- Bat uh, Girl. They, they oh yeah, they didn't even release that. The movie was done, and they didn't yeah, release it, it and, right? Yeah, they scrapped it uh, because they they said it was so it was unwatchable. Um, oh my and god! And the only if, and just oh, think Shaz- of how oh, bad Shazam Shazam tanked really bad too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we saw it. So. Just you think. Saw the second one or the first one. Second how bad that movie had to have yeah. been if they wouldn't release it because it was that bad and like all these well, other movies are they basically bad. decided the distribution the cost of distribution would be more than what it would bring in that's basically they, what they did yeah what they is that, that no it's just hurt, bandwidth they said it was hurt the brand no no because there's marketing and stuff like that. marketing actually yeah. when they said that marketing costs more than like the movie production stuff like the flash costs the Flash cost something like $200 million to make, but I think the total, uh, they said in order to break even, it had to make like six or $700 million. And God damn. But they might have to pay th- theaters like a minimum. You know, some kind of like low level. Theaters get 50%. But do, you don't think there's a minimum? I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing. Like in other words, for a theater to do it, they're just 100% on like the 50%? Yeah, 100% of, on the 50%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. right? Like not yes. like a base yeah. and then plus fifty percent. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, my point is a cost to to you know send copies or license or whatever to to the various theaters. There's got to they yeah. probably just cut it out. Yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah, that, that 
I, I honestly, at the end of the day, I just feel bad for Michael Keaton because he's in it. That's, that's <laughs> Do you guys? Oh, actually, speaking of which, you know, the, uh, are you guys gonna see it? Because I, I just, I decided uh, I, I don't give a shit, so I just watched basically like the, I watched just the ending on, that leaked online because I just, I didn't give a shit. No, I will definitely for, see it. For what? For the flat. But I'm I, not gonna I, go I, to oh. the movie theater. Oh, I completely, yeah, I completely ruined the movie for myself because I just didn't give a shit. So, okay, so you don't know how it ends. You don't know... I do who, not. Like, all the cameos and everything in it? Okay. No. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I will walk away for, like, two minutes if you want me to. No, it's okay. I think anybody who cares has probably already seen it or has had it ruined for themselves, so I'm not going to tell anybody something they haven't seen. And the people that do want to see it, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but... Uh, it's, yeah. I, it, let's just say they asked a couple of people to be in it, and those people just told them to go fuck themselves, and they must be very relieved right now, because, uh-huh. Christ. Did they, did they do the Superman at the end of Shazam thing, where it's like, we'll shoot them from the chest down? No, well, yes and no. They used CGI, and they used, um... There's a few actual cameos, and there's a bunch of CGI shit. The CGI shit, they got a lot of, they they got a, a lot of crap from fans for. Again, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, fans were very unhappy with who they CGI'd into the movie, and uh-huh. then the people who actually cameoed, everyone just felt really bad for because this movie. Hey, you wasted a shit. whole day on that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's it's basically a complete fucking disaster. And now the next, the only movie they have left is, <laughs> excuse me, the only thing they have left still coming out on DC Plate is the Blue Beetle. I think is still coming out. And really, the, uh, I so think, I think we're we doing. Know that's not, yeah, they're, we know that's not gonna make any yeah. money. So they are completely fucked. We're doing so poorly. Let's do a movie about some obscure superhero that nobody knows about. Maybe it actually carries the whole thing because it's so So new. So DC is weird. I don't know enough about DC to know who's like who's like known or not known. I never heard of the Blue Beetle until they announced that this movie's coming out. But apparently in the DC universe he's somewhat known. I don't know. I just don't give a shit about I think I think all of DC is kind of boring anyway. Yeah. uh, So they're, actually, their only saving grace is the other. D- so they have the they do have the other DC universe that they're doing that's completely disconnected from these <laughs> from these big blockbuster movies. So they have the Joker movie, and there's a second one coming out with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, you know the sequel to that first Joker movie where he's the weird Joker movie. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The like. The yeah, I think. Out, y- yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like the artsy, artsy, fartsy one. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So, th- so there's a second one coming out of that, which is going to be apparently some weird musical. And then there is a second, and then there's the sequel to the Batman coming out with what's his name with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Both that Batman and that Joker movie made a ton of fucking money. Yeah. The Joker, the Joker made over a billion, and I think the Batman came very close to that, if not the same number. So those, so those, those. Those movies are pretty much the only thing that they have saving their asses at this point. Funny, those are the two movies I haven't seen yet. <laughs> oh, you, really? Oh, you should. Actually, they're both really... Well, the Joker's I, okay. The Joker's all right. Like, it's good. I didn't see that one. But 
Oh, you sh you should see them both. They're they're both. Okay, well, okay. So in my I got opinion. halfway through Sparkly Vampire. Batman. That was great. I love Batman. I thought the Batman was great. I thought it was good. Uh, I I thought that maybe the end, the very end, was a little sloppy and kind of dumb. But overall, I thought it was I actually really liked it. Like it was it was just made like I love how it was gritty and like dirty and raw and like like that's exactly how I would want a Batman movie to be. Um, and I like the fact that it made the Batman the main character not Bruce Wayne like Bruce Wayne just showed up for a little while to be a little annoying whiny emo kid and the thing was focused solely on the uh, on the Batman by the way the uh, what's his name uh, Colin Farrell who did the penguin in it they uh, they have a show coming out on HBO about his character it's gonna be a mini series focused specifically on the penguin oh my god apparently it's apparently it's it's rated like almost NC-17 and is incredibly violent so I can't wait Oh, that sounds cool. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of, when's uh, the next season of The Boys supposed to come out? Not soon enough. Yeah, that's true. That'll be that'll be fantastic. That movie, that show is so good. Mm -hmm. That yeah, it's arguably the it's best nuts. superhero show out there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amazon has like all the best superhero shows. What is what's the other one? Uh, Invincible was really awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Um, Agreed. They didn't come out with a second season of that yet, did they? No, he's he. No, he's actually been getting a lot. Uh, him and Seth Green have been getting. Uh, yeah, not Seth Green. Sorry, Seth uh, Rogan have been getting a lot of shit because they've come out with a couple of teasers about season two. Then they are the teasers are basically making fun of the fact that they haven't announced a date or anything about it. Um. Like <laughs> there, there's literally like I think uh, a teaser where. Invincible and uh, Seth Rogen's character, that weird alien that he uh -huh. meets, yeah. are just sitting in a diner and making fun of people like who are complaining that season two has not been announced. Yet. Are they in a <laughs> diner eating shawarma? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that's gonna be really, really cool. And um, yeah, the um, I never, you know, I never finished the boys spinoff thing, the animated ones. I don't, did you guys see all of them? Um, um, oh shoot! Yeah, I don't know if I finished that either. But that was kind of an anthology, I believe. So, yeah. like, I think they were just I like, like stories set in remember. that universe, done in different styles and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like the Animatrix for the, for the yeah. boys. It, it was all right. I saw a few of them. Uh, they were okay. They had their oh, oh, I don't yeah. think I finished that whole thing. They had one made by the Rick and Morty people that was pretty funny. Or I guess you're not allowed to like Rick and Morty anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought he was. Didn't they say that that wasn't the case? Weren't like charges or whatever dropped, or is that back on again? All the charges were dropped, but his reputation is pretty much ruined. Was it like dropped because they d they settled, or who knows? Like who knows what actually happened? They something happened. Uh, the thing is over. I don't know. He he hmm. claims that he's completely uh, vindicated, and then he went about it in this kind of like, see, I said I was innocent. I told everybody I was innocent. But you, dude. Oh, we lost you. Lost dude. you, Mike. Sorry, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you okay. now. Can't yeah, see you. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to work on my camera issues. So they said that, like, dude, we still have, like, all those 
fucked up texts that you send to people. You might not have, you, you might not have like done truly horrible some of the truly horrible things that people said, but you're still a piece of shit. Oh. I never read that much into it. It's like, just like, it, it's annoying when you get into a show or and and someone involved is like, oh, couldn't keep my dick in my pants, so I ruined it for everyone. Yeah, that's why I don't make shows because I definitely cannot keep my dick in my pants. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not touching Hollywood or anything like that because I would get canceled instantly. No masturbation. At least okay. watch your hands. Oh, well, wash your hands first. Not done in a public place. What's the point of doing it if you're not going to do it in a public place, though? Never mind that. Yeah. I guess the podcast was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Don't tell me how to do my grocery shopping, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think there's hand sanitizer all over the place? It's called Wegmans for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> doom doom. Notice how I could have gone with Giants, but I'm trying to keep it realistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good times. Damn, like in my mind, I'm going through other grocery store names. I'm like, please, like, like figure something out. Come on, man. There's so many. I mean, Harry yeah. I Harry can't, Tee I can't fit Wawa into it. You know, <laughs> stop and shop. Very well. No one Righty. the Piggly Wiggly. Come on, the Piggly oh, Wiggly. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, the point is, kids don't whip it out in public. It's just not how you do things. Sorry. That's oh shit! I should have should I should have saved that for my closing thought tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> been amazing. Yeah. Remember, kids, keep it in your pants. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what was it gonna so? Yeah, I don't know. I was I was gonna talk about extraction a lot more, but I, I honestly just I can't say much about it except the fact that it's awesome. Like I just love the fact that we live in the, in in a in a time where they're actually making really awesome action movies again. There's been like a serious drought of that shit, and then we have like the Wick movies and Extraction, yeah. and ah, oh, it's so good to just completely turn like, like even to the extent like um, like I think even like the Fast and Furious movies lately have been a bit of a letdown in that regard. Uh, mostly because of Vin Diesel's ego, but um, like it's it's so good that there's still movies where you you can legitimately just turn your fucking brain off and just sit there and watch amazing choreography and um, action sequences, just fucking oh, so good, so good. I thought I have to uh, say, uh, I, I Bullet Train so, was pretty good. That had some action. That was a fun movie. That, Bullet that Train was a good movie. I yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's I mean. It's nowhere near the level. It had no crazy action. That's yeah. It's hard. It's hard to watch other action movies right now because a lot of them, like even like the good ones, the the Wick movies and Extraction movies, just take that to such a level where it's not that they're. I mean, yeah, they're 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 well shot. Their the choreography is great, but it's the length of these segments that yeah makes the movies so. Like you can't, you're sitting at the edge of your seat. Like I, like I, I, when I when I watched that sequence in the second one, by the time I mean think about it, it starts. The entire shot is them going into the prison, him getting the family out, him yeah. fighting through a bunch of guards and the father, or whatever, in the in the basement of the prison, getting into the prison yard, yeah, doing 
that entire fight in the prison yard with the woman right with the woman while on fire then mm -hmm. doing a car chase then doing a warehouse shootout and then doing that entire train scene and then the train crash that yep. is insane i was and he wasn't so strapped in yeah like <laughs> That, that was insane. Meanwhile, other movies with that are you know that have, are commendable and respectable action movies have like two or three minutes of of really cool action scenes with thirty different cuts going on where you barely yeah. know what the fuck's happening. And they're good on their own merit, but like this, holy crap! Yeah, it's the yeah, difference it was, between it like with that cut and like angle and sort of making the camera move to show you know intense act action. This this was rooted camera and a bunch of people doing bun bunch of shit for like five seconds per shot. And yeah, and honestly, good editing. You know, there were cuts in there, but they right. oh, yeah, yeah, did it yeah. so it was like a one frame thing. And mm -hmm. you know what? That's switched that angle. Yeah, pretty. Uh, that takes skill to do. To, yeah, and to I I know that like, like that. I, I know there's people that are gonna, that are gonna uh, bitch that we don't bring up. Um, what is it in that movie? Nineteen Seventeen. Have you guys ever seen that? No. So unfortunately, so. I haven't seen that. Nineteen Seventeen, I believe, is well. It's obviously about World War One, um, but it the so it's the entire movie. It's a two-hour war movie that takes place, I think, on a beach, maybe. Anyway, the whole thing is one continuous shot. Oh wow! The entire fucking like war sequence of like bomb and shooting and running and. and Foxholes and all this other shit is one continuous shot. I think so, I heard that before. Yeah, it's supposed to be incredible. I'm pretty when sure. When did this movie come out? Uh, a couple of years ago. It, no. uh, you, did you not hear about it? It, it was. I one, don't like, recall it, if I. That's uh, what I'm thinking is that I did recall the one shot movie. Yeah, it won like a ton of Oscars, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm sorry that I have I still have not seen it. Um, but. That that that's got to be a pretty good example of that as well. Those. Um, to... Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was going to say those long shots are amazing, and they suck you in. And it's it's like one step below Hardcore Henry, which I feel like did that the <laughs> best. That movie was batshit fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm and trying to remember. Amazing. Was... Does that does does that break anywhere? Like, does he ever, like, pass out or something like that? I don't know. He remember. does, yes. He does, like, get knocked out at, at one point. Yeah. But it's oh, still it's so underrated. Good. Yeah. Such an underrated friggin' movie. Yeah, that's another one I want to go back to. I can't believe they didn't make a second one. Yeah, that or, was... Or I can't... I'm actually surprised no one else made a movie like that. That was... Oh, yeah, that was another... That was another really great. It was genius, and it, like, sucked you in, and, like... You were, you know, you were there. That shit was happening to you the whole time. Yeah, and then just when you think it was like winding down, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, you had that crazy last sequence on the roof where he's fighting yep. like fifty guys or something. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, if you're hearing some kind of background noise, that might be my vent. That should go away momentarily, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Speak. Uh, no, no. I don't hear it. But anyway, um, yeah. But I mean, there's nothing really much more I can say about that. That was mm. that was that was so freaking good.
Um, uh, Is there? Yes. I was going to ask about the. Um, I'm very curious to get into AI movie pre uh, previews. Is there like a website doing that? Oh, I don't know. I I put that down a while ago because they had like um that there were like a couple of good AI movie previews that were. I mean, you, you know, it's not actually coming out, but there was like Back to the Future Four. But they're taking the characters and the actors, and they're using AI to generate these these preview scenes. And it's interesting though because, like, a the fact that they can do it, and b, like, I wonder if the the um, movie studios or whatnot would be like, huh, you know, like. Some dumb fuck put out this this fake movie preview, and there's like 180 million people going, "Oh my god, I want to see that movie! I want to see that movie!" Like, should we make that movie? Kind of thing. I, I, it's it's interesting, and and I wonder how long before people are just putting together their own movies because they want to see it and releasing it. So you'll have like 17 different versions of Back to the Future 4 with Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and whoever <laughs> they want That's in it. You know? not what people are going to be using those that technology for. <laughs> That's not... Let's, let's be real. Yeah. It'll be, people are uh, going to be like, wait, I can make movies with, a, with, with real actors or real people? I know what I'm going to make. I'm going to make a PG-rated trailer for... Back to the Future Four. They're gonna be like, "All right, ahem, yeah, Gang Bang Number Seven. Here's what, like, yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be completely fucking. It'll be like, uh, what was that? Uh, Strange Days. You know. Oh God, that's a throwback. That's an amazing movie. That was a I, great movie. It was. I haven't seen it, so I can barely remember it. But I, I know what you're talking about. Me, me neither. Oh, you would uh, like it. You, you would. It's with uh, Ray Fiennes, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I did yeah, see it. One of the, I think Angela, you probably it's, saw it. It's like a little bit cyberpunky in 1990. It's supposed to take place in 1999. And it's like kind of like a reboot of the old 1980s um, movie, Brainstorm, where basically oh, like... Well, yeah, Brainstorm was the same kind of thing, although maybe from a different perspective, not so rapey. <laughs> but uh, Wow, um, I definitely don't remember that movie. <laughs> as much as I thought. I um, remember the rapiness. The, uh, the whole point of it is, like, you wear this headset and it records everything, all the sensory inputs from you. Sight, sound feelings, whatever, Touch. and then someone else puts the headset on and plays it back. So I'm Cyberpunk. too afraid to... Right, I'm too afraid to jump out of an airplane, but if someone else did it and recorded it, I will watch it and get every you know, every bit of the feeling of the experience from my armchair. So, And, of, like, Strange Days goes into the seedier 
aspects of the technology and and like you know the yeah sex trade and stuff people. like that yeah or exactly. murder murder trade yeah exactly. that's that's all explored in cyberpunk too yeah that whole thing i i think you would appreciate the movie mm. you you'd enjoy it also watch virtuosity while you're at it <laughs> i don't know if i've seen that one it's Virtu- a movie with uh, Russell Crowe and Danzel Washington. That has to do more with like the transcendence conversation we had last. Uh, it's like a combination of transcendence and virtual reality. It's when they truly did not understand any of it, and it's it's actually more funny than anything. But you, sh- you should watch it. It's it's uh, pretty funny what people what people's idea of that technology was back then. Oh sure. Um, well, he's young. Who? Denzel in that movie. Well, yeah. Also, he doesn't fucking age. He could be ninety-five in that movie. You wouldn't know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I uh, I am requesting a beer slash bathroom break. All right. <clears throat> so, Sounds good to me. So uh, I will now do be part. right back and okay, find because because after that I do want to talk about some games mutes. that I tried. I have, I have more game recommendations and warnings. All right, uh, I'm going to mute. Sorry, I took a longer break. I I, I wanted to watch Extraction Two real quick. <laughs> no one can blame you. Give me some of that Chris Hemsworth. <clears throat> or The Rock. Yeah, what happened? The Rock? Oh god. <laughs> look, I, I look I someone who is who has done nothing but, but uh clean his pants about The Rock for the last I don't know how many years. Man, that guy is I don't it's, I feel kinda of, okay, I don't feel bad for is him. He's tanking obviously. But he's made some very poor decisions lately. Yeah. And he's. I'm well, Black Adam. Yeah. Well, because he tried to basically screw everybody over at DC, failed miserably, made this whole big stink about it, um, and then not so gracefully exited and curled back to Vin Diesel and the Fast and the Furious franchise. Which, look, I'm happy he's back with the Fast and the Furious, but. Oh, <laughs> dude, that, that's, that's gotta. That's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. After all the after all that shit talking. Mm. Oh man. Well, you know, don't let your ego get get bigger than you. Yeah, tell that to Vin Diesel, man. He's apparently really pissed off that. Uh, so basically, uh, Fast. Uh, what, what just came out? Fast Ten, right? That's the new one. It yeah. obviously didn't do that great. It did all right, but not like nearly as well as um, some of the previous installments. And he's apparently really pissed off that A, it didn't do well, and B, that Jason Momoa apparently got a ton of attention for his performance in it, which took all the attention, of course, of Jason <laughs> Diesel. So he's both pissed that Momoa got all the attention, and he's also blaming Momoa's acting, uh, because Momoa was the main villain. He's blaming Momoa for the movie not doing well. Because he's like, oh, he overacted, he overdid it, like, people don't like that shit, and... Can we go back to talking about me, please? Thank you. I, I I feel like people are only going to the movie theaters for a few movies, and that's it anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. We need to all stop going to the movie theater. Yeah. Stop it. I will. There's. I, I already said I am never going back to the theater ever again. Every time I watch a movie at home, I'm like, this is why I never go to the theater. It's so great, especially when you watch a movie that you're really excited about, and it turns out to be a complete piece of shit, and you're like, oh my god, I could have wasted an entire evening and like 50 <laughs> bucks seeing this piece of shit. But, you know, I didn't. So yay me. Right. Now I got, oh yeah, I also got a new sound system downstairs, which is great, because I can never Thanks. use it, because... The kids always sleeping. Yeah. Whenever I have time to watch any, the kids asleep. So I'm back to just using headphones anyway. So I don't know why. <laughs> but, but when I first set it up, it, when I first bought it and set it up, oh, it sounds so good. It's all kinds of surround and uh, what do you call it? Uh, spatial audio, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's all. Yeah, it's like Chris Hemsworth is right there in my living room shooting people. From like this direction to that direction, and then he's in that direction, and then he's behind me, and then he's in front of me, and uh, so much extraction happening. In my and then you it's get ridiculous. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> goddamn <laughs> extraction. I'm just gonna leave you there, goddamn it, so I can watch my fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honey, I love you, but I, but I would not pay Chris Hemsworth to 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 save you from anything. I'd pay Chris Hemsworth to save me from you. Yeah, I would like to be extracted by Chris Hemsworth away from my life. Thank you. (laughs) But anyway, so um, as usual, um, not as usual, sorry, Um, I wanted to uh, go over. So you you said you guys did not try out any of of the Steam Fest games? Didn't have the time, didn't have the patience, didn't have I have not. No, no, no. We, with the past week, we've been together marathon gaming board games. Yeah. I oh, think well, I played, what, stupid. four new ones? Five new ones? Okay, well, look, how about this? Let me get my stupid Steam shit out of the way, and then you guys can, can talk about board games, because I do actually want to know what you guys played, because there's some truly impressive shit that I saw pictures of. <clears throat> but... Let me just fly through this really quick since um, it, it was just like my usual ADD, you know, that's kicking in where, again, I don't have enough time to play the games that I have, but, ooh, something new and shiny over there. So this was a, a combination of um, trying out some of the uh, Steam um, Next Fest, Game Fest, whatever the hell, and also some of the stuff that came on Game Pass that I got to try out. So, <clears throat> let's see. Uh... Uh, let me know if you guys have actually seen any of these. Have you guys seen the last case of Benedict Fox at all? No. Does not ring a bell. Okay. That one's pretty cool. Uh, that one was a very, um, very stylized uh, Metroidvania sort of kind of game where it takes place in a very sort of Lovecraft. Uh, it's, it's a really beautiful game. It's uh, very Lovecraft inspired. The whole thing is supposed to be you are... Uh, uh, kind of like a supernatural, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically you're like a supernatural detective and you um, you transport between two worlds. Uh, one, one happens to be, okay, so the, you're trying to solve the, the your, your father's murder in this game and you have um, this, oh god, I'm going to do such a terrible job of explaining mm-hmm. this. You are basically connected to this weird little otherworldly demon creature thing that lives inside your head so you can go into like the psyche of victims and try to figure out what's going on with them and basically when you go into their mind 
this world is portrayed as this like nightmarish Lovecraftian world where you fight monsters and solve puzzles and like I said it's like a side scrolling Metroidvania kind of thing. And you piece together cool. you piece, What is it? Right, you piece called? Together, uh, it's called The Last Case of Benedict Fox. It is really, really good. It's on Game Pass. Um, it, its weakness lies in its controls. They're a little uh, rubber. Uh, not rubber. I can't explain it. There's like they're inconsistent. Whereas like some things, like you'll tap a button and your character will jump immediately, but then you have like a block action and you'll press the block button and that will take like a millisecond before it responds. So like. The the controls are a little squishy and a little weird, and that kind of gets in the way sometimes and can make certain things frustrating. But the game is awesome. Visually, it's really it's like it's, it's gorgeous, um, and uh, the story is pretty cool. The puzzles are are actually kind of fun and challenging. Uh, so that one was 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 actually pretty neat. Uh, of course, I didn't beat it, but it, it is really good. Uh, then I played. Have you guys heard? Uh, what am I even asking? Uh, the next one was Planet of Lana. Uh, that is also in Game Pass. No, that is a I game. I saw that, but I didn't play it. Yeah, that game is akin to um, uh, Limbo and Inside and uh, what is it? What's another one? Uh, Alpha Planet or something like that came out. It's another one of those games where it's uh, you just basically it's you walk in one direction and solve puzzles again if you played limbo or inside it's it's one of those games um that one's all right i think i'm just kind of like it just doesn't do anything really new or fresh in that genre so i got bored of that pretty quick it's it's a pretty game you get uh, their gimmick is you get like this little cat monkey pet thing that helps you solve puzzles but it's like it's like it's a lot of like been there done that kind of stuff it's a pretty game it's well done but can't go wrong with a cat monkey well, it's it's hard to explain. It's it's a pretty game. It's just again, it's just a lot of like I felt like I've been here and I've done this already. There's like the puzzles all are all the same thing like in all of these games. Uh, this one you guys might be interested in is also in Game Pass. It is called Far World Pioneers. It is a straight up Terraria ripoff. Actually, it's somewhere between Terraria and what is that other game? The one that, where, that takes place in space, where uh, we're supposed to be in space. Um, Spellbound, uh, Spacebound, um, Starbound. Starbound, yeah, Starbound. So it's somehow like a combination. Even though Starbound is very similar to Terraria, this is somehow a marriage of Terraria and Starbound. So if you like those games, this game is awesome. Uh, I wish my I Xbox app would work. Uh, I mean, you can do Game Pass on anything. You don't need an Xbox. You can do it on. No, I know. I, I had it on my PC, but um, something's causing it to be unable to log in to my account. Oh, okay. Well, and I think it's actually a, a Windows like repair situation. I have to repair yeah, Windows. Yeah, I've had shit like that, and it's been unrepairable like sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's I, I just could never get the Microsoft or the Xbox store to work on the machine. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I don't know yep. why that's happening, but all right. Well, here's a reason for you to figure it out. Farwell Pioneers. It's good, but it's exactly like those games. So those are fun. Uh, Ghost Lore, I'm not going to go into too much. Uh, it's actually a cool little like indie pixel-like Diablo-like game. Um, not really much more to say about that. It plays pretty much like a an indie version of Diablo that's pixelated. 
that's all I have to say about that. It's great. Whatever. <laughs> um, uh, I tried what? It, oh, Rotwood. Okay, so this one was really great. So uh, Clay, the company that made um, the game you'd be most familiar with uh, would be Don't Starve. Yeah. They make Oxygen <clears throat> Included. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. A few other a few other really cool games. So Rotwood is awesome. Uh, it is uh, the demo for it is. I don't even think it's an alpha. It's like I think they called it a battle test, where you ju- but it already has surprisingly a ton of content in it. So it plays uh, like uh, it's it's. I would have to, if I have to compare it to anything, it's similar to um, uh, Moonlighter, Cult of the Lamb, Binding of Isaac kind of thing. Like you have a hub, and you do runs into these. Uh, here it's not a dungeon. Here it's a forest. Uh, you fight creatures, you collect resources, you come back to the hub, you upgrade your your character and everything. Um, the it has that usual clay art style where everything's like hand drawn. It's really beautiful. I have no idea how the fuck they managed. Like, I can't even imagine how much art they had to create for this game because there's like there there's going to be more. But right off the bat, there's like three different characters you can play as, and everything's hand drawn. Their actions. Are you can tell they're not like animated via a 3D engine. It's just animated like old style animation, like cell animation. And they have different outfits, different pieces of armor, different weapons. They had to have like drawn all of this. Jeez. And all those weapons have like different attacks. And there's power ups and enemies. It's 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 a really really fucking cool game. Everything was great. The combat is amazing. It's fun as hell. The dialogue is good. The story is cute. Um, and this is uh, like pre-alpha, they're saying. It's yeah, they called it like like I said, it's called like a battle test. It's not even like that's that. pretty impressive. Yeah, it's really it's supposed to be a very early game, and I played this for hours, and, and I didn't hit any sort of like ending or whatever. There's already like a bunch of different bosses in it. There's different levels. Uh, like I said, there's three characters. You can level up a whole bunch of different shit. Uh, including like uh, special attacks, weapons, armor. Uh, you can level up things in your base where you have like different kinds of structures and buildings. It's really really cool. It is awesome. If you, uh, Kevin, as somebody who likes, I know you specifically like these kind of games. Again, I keep mentioning like Binding of Isaac. I'll have to try. Yeah, you, you're you're gonna love this. This is this. It's really well done. Like this is another clay game that's gonna eat up a ton of my time. <laughs> and then uh, the only th- other thing I think I played beyond that was um, what else? I feel like I'm really, really forgetting something. Uh, well, I told you guys I finally like cracked and bought a freaking Switch, so I've been messing around with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, I couldn't tell you anything that I really played on it. Oh, I, I'm, I mean, I'm back to playing Zelda. I actually want to finish the first Zelda game. So the that. first one? Uh, Tears of, no, wait, Tears of the Kingdom is this is the new one. Uh, Breath of the Wild, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, I know you're not into Zelda games, but goddamn Breath of the Wild is amazing. Actually, they both are. Both Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild are, are pretty, are pretty great. You would actually really like Tears of the Kingdom because there's a ton of crafting in it. And it's yeah, really it's creative still, crafting. like, my kids have been playing it. It's still, I don't know, there's something about Zelda that's, like, a little bit cheesy to me. It's, like, too... That's part of the charm. 
Yeah. It is. No. It is incredible. <laughs> I grew up it's on like shit like Bard's Tale and Realms of Arcania and, and like the 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 origin um, Ultima games, like the real you know the, the yeah. hardcore RPGs. And Zelda was like, <laughs> like I'm a little cute thing. Hit all the sound effects. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you walk up to them and they're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I'm out of here. Also, for some reason, in Tears of the Kingdom, all the female characters you run into make incredibly erotic noises. It's a, I think they need to tone it down for this one. They might have gone a little overboard. Like, every female character you run into in Tears of the Kingdom is like, oh. And that's like how they greet you. Then when they get to know you, it's like, oh. It's like full on a you know, what is it AMSR? It's like the you mean ASMR? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like tap 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 tap. I, I think tap. the other one is a radio station in Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Whatever. The oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've also been playing uh, because they actually have an amazing port of Diablo three on the Switch. That's been really really fun. Um, Saving and... money, playing, not playing Diablo Four. Then, <laughs> well, that's the thing. If they had it for the Switch, I would buy it. But there's, I mean, there's absolutely no way Diablo Four is going to come to the Switch. It's way too that the game is way too intensive. But, um, but uh, no, I mean, Diablo Three is a really like that's a pretty heavy game, and that mm -hmm. thing runs perfectly on it. I needed, I needed. Here's the thing. I needed to scratch that Diablo itch and. I don't have time to play Diablo 4 uh, because I just haven't had really a lot of time to play anything on the Xbox. So this is holding me over for now. Mm -hmm. Is that Starfield game out yet? Uh, no, Starfield is not out. However, they did have a Microsoft event where they showed a bunch of Starfield. And as somebody who was really not that excited about that game before, I really want to play it now. They showed <laughs> almost an hour of that game, and god damn, that looks really, really good. So it, what about it looks so good? Um, so I'm not going to say that it's not Fallout 4 in space, because that's exactly what it is. But it's basically Fallout 4, but in space. It's It seems like it takes all the... So it, it I, I would say it takes all the really good parts of something like No Man's Sky ranks all of that up to the levels of like a Bethesda game and then removes all the heavy repetitive grinding that comes with You sure? Um, with No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, they got rid of a lot. Like it's everything's just simplified. Like the thing with No Man's Sky and don't get me wrong, I like I love that game. I really wish I had the time to to devote to it. I just I just don't so I don't play it, but if I could, I definitely would. With No Man's Sky, you're basically stuck in this loop where you're like, "Okay, <clears throat> I want to build this thing." But in order to build it, I need to refine this material. But I don't have the thing to refine it, so I need to build the refiner. But I can't build a refiner because I don't have this other material. So I need to go to this other planet. But I can't fly to that planet because my ship is broken. In order to fix that, I need an yeah, engine. Yeah, all the, the mission-length shit, yeah. It's just this endless loop of... Yeah, it's like... Um, yeah, yeah. It's like that... Um, have you guys seen... It's a, it's a meme now, that clip from... Um, remember that show Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Yeah, I never really watched it. But All right, so I there's this, there's this famous 
Right. So there's uh, so there's this uh, famous uh, the part of it where um, the wife asks the husband to like change a light bulb. So he goes to the like the drawer where they have light bulbs, and the drawer is like squeaky. So he uh, so he decides <laughs> to fix the drawer, but in order to fix the drawer, he needs a screwdriver. But the screwdriver is like whatever. Basically, it's like the cycle of events where he's like tries to like goes from thing to thing to thing to thing. At the uh-huh. very end, the wife walks in, and he's like in his like. Uh, in like a white beater underneath the car fixing the transmission and she's like I asked you to change the light bulb and he's like what the fuck does it look like I'm doing <laughs> so, so, like, that's, that's basically no man's sky you you start like a quest to do something and before you know it you're like 80 levels deep on another planet doing god knows whatever the fuck so this game is more about if you play the other fallout games it's a little more direct it's more about um, exploration of the world and yeah. discovery That's cool. of, of things and characters and uh, enemies and stuff like that. There isn't really as much of a grind. Also, the space combat it looks really good, and you can board other people's ships and fuck their shit from inside the ships. That's cool. Like, in mm-hmm. real time, it's like... Oh, I'm know, sorry. I mean, um, NPCs. PvP. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. NPCs. NPCs. I'm sorry. Was going to but, say like that's but, a cool but, PVP kind of yeah really that would be interesting yeah well maybe they'll add that into Fallout 76 one day when it doesn't suck as much dick as it does now but anyway so the point being uh, I don't know why I went there on it sorry <laughs> I apologize wow. for what I said but the point being that like the space combat is not as uh, straightforward as some in some other games where you just oh you see a ship and you go pew pew pew, pew you blow it up right you can do that uh, you can like uh basically like damage it a little bit and then fly up on it and board it and shoot up everybody inside and take over the ship and that's your ship now there's a lot of uh just customization shit on it it looks really really good and they fix the combat supposedly as well so i've i've gone from giving zero fucks about this game to legitimately really wanting to try it sounds cool and is it out or when is it supposed to come out it comes out, I think, in September or October, and it is on Game Pass. 2025 it is. But... <laughs> you don't think it'll be delayed at all? Oh, it's already been delayed. It's been delayed severely. And right. now it's... Yeah, no, 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 no. No, at this point, I would be very surprised if it, if it gets delayed. They, they're, Microsoft is, is in bad need for this game to come out, especially after what happened with fucking Redfall, so... <laughs> Yeah, this game was already delayed for well over a year, so... Oh, jeez. Right. They did say that if it was multi-platform, it probably would have taken more time, but the fact that it's an exclusive to Xbox, uh, saying that it saved them a lot of time on development for other systems, so they actually can release it at this point as planned. I mean, look, there might be delays. It's it's possible, but supposedly everything's on schedule i'm sure it'll probably come out and be completely broken on day one and they'll patch it up after a few months and it'll actually be playable but whatever. i love how this that answer went from oh it'll absolutely come out on day before <laughs> uh, yeah on, on the the actual release date too like oh okay we know it's going to be delayed it's been delayed 18 times already and it's then it won't work like, and two months what later way are they going to delay it all I'm saying is that it's okay. Here's okay. Let me let me clarify that. I don't believe it'll be delayed anymore. Anything can happen, but I do not think it'll be delayed. 
However, I do believe that it'll come out as every game does these days with major problems on day one and then they will patch it feverishly for the next like few weeks or months or whatever until it finally like pleases the masses. <laughs> because no, I mean every game just gets released in a broken state at this point. That's just like a normal thing. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, uh, try Rotwood though. Out of all the things that I would say, try, well, actually, try if you if you're into Metroidvanias, definitely try the last case of Benedict Fox. Um, again, that's on Game Pass. And but if you can, also try uh, try Rotwood. Oh, also, uh, Kevin, you might be interested in this. Do you know a game called um, uh, Fuck? It's something about dwarves uh, mining. It's called like Galactic. Yeah. Like, Deep Rock Galactic or something. Yeah. Deep Rock Galactic. All right, so check this out. They're releasing a... <clears throat> they're releasing a vampire survivor-like game in that universe where it's going to be... It looks like vampire... So it's basically like a top-down view, but it's the gameplay of the Deep Rock Star. So you get to mine and do all this other shit while doing vampire survivor-like combat. Hmm. <laughs> Um, they have a closed beta that you can try, that you can check out on Steam. Um, I asked for access. I have not gotten it yet, but people have said they are pretty they're pretty liberal with it. So if you ask for what it, is this game? Get uh, that is a great question. I will tell you in a second. Talk amongst yourselves. So me scrolling on the phone isn't the mumble the mumble 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 mumble. It is called. I have the, not put. Deep Rock Galactic. I have not played it either, but people really love it, and it does look like fun. I just heard that it's yeah. really fun with other people, and since I have highly unreliable friends that are never available for anything, uh, let me see. You're it, just jealous because we're all playing games with friends. I'm not jealous, I'm envious. There's a difference. <laughs> Deep Rock Galactic colon Survivor. So Deep Rock Galactic Survivor. Deep Rock Galactic colon Survivor? Is this something right, you know about like, <laughs> colon cancer? All right, all right, all right. Yes. I mean, if, whatever gets you to try it. It's called Deep Rock, Galac <laughs> Deep Rock Galactic Survivor. Uh -huh. Anyway. You so, paused there for a second. Well, okay, well I, I, was working, I was working my way through the colon. So the, the thing... <laughs> <laughs> The the thing is, like, if you if you if you look it up on Steam, like I said, you can well, you can see a video of the game, and you can request access to it. I I really mm -hmm. want to try it. it. Looks it looks really good. I'll have to Deep, check it out. Deep Rock Galactic's Survivor. It looks good. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So Survivor. that that has been Skippy's game extravaganza. Cool. Now let's hear about game. these amazing board games you guys you guys played with. Played, well, we had sorry, a. Played. So we played games from like Wednesday to Sunday, pretty much straight. Yeah, I mean we yeah. worked on Thursday and Friday. But uh, yeah, sure yeah, you did. Don't stuff. worry, I'm pretty sure your boss is not listening. <laughs> yeah, we played <laughs> Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, uh, okay, Friday. Nobody's Friday listening. I'll give names, dates, <laughs> and times. It's it's not gonna, you know, no one's indicting us for anything because nobody listens. From eight, to, from 8 to 4, I did work, 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 and I was sober, and yes. 
no gaming was happening whatsoever. Oh, I I definitely worked. <laughs> so, Kevin, do you want to like talk about some of your new game experiences? Well, actually, I still have the list because I was keeping track, but we played Mosaic oh, no. uh, Story Civilization that first Wednesday. That was pretty cool. That, that was a new one? I thought you guys played that before. I no. didn't. All right, We've... so what's it called? Mosaic, Sto- Mosaic Story Civilization? Yeah. All right, give me the 30-second elevator pitch. I'll give you in 45 seconds. And it's like, well, um... It... Yeah. Yeah, go, 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 go. What was that? Like, um, area control type of thing with worker placement, and you're sort of like, um... Very adversarial, but in such a way where it was more like um, a social intuition, you know, like poker type of like, you, what is what is the what are the other players going to do? Kind of adversarial, not really like um, area control adversarial that you're typically used to. And it was interesting because it in the beginning my impression was, wait, this can go on forever, and then you realize like it has this this like tension buildup that's really kind of cool and it's hard to explain um but i think like the poker idea is sort of like where you you feel like your 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 previous moves are well earned if you got that far in a way well what okay so what's the basic so what's the basic like what is a turn? It's a, a civilization game. You're you're researching technologies. You're, but it's also area control. So you're like in Europe and and North Africa. Oh, holy and shit! Um, it's, it's a ver, it's a V yeah, player versus player game, or is it a co-op? Yeah, no, it's okay. player. This is player for PvP. Okay. Um, so you're. You're kind of like jockeying for resources that are on the map, and you're trying to control the most of one particular area or several particular areas while you're, you know, you may or may not have an army that you're moving around, and also you're, um, you know, you're trying to build up technologies and, and like build. Uh, world wonders and and cities population cities and yeah 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 very much yeah. played as a board game like a civilization game and that one and and actually I, I was getting ahead of myself the the adversarial type of game was um anish uh, but this one was also a little bit different, though, but more in, as a civilization. Sorry about that. So how, how long uh, how long does it take to play? That's I mean mosaic. Okay, that, we were playing for quite always, a while. Yeah, well, because civiliz- well, most civilization games, I'm thinking of the civilization game that takes like weeks, months to play. So yeah. Well, no, I mean this. The, we started playing at like ten o'clock. It started playing in air quotes and ended at like five. But I mean, oh, okay. you think about it: yeah. we're bullshitting, we're drinking, we're grabbing lunch, stuff for lunch, yeah. You know, going to the bathroom. I mean, and and it was our first playthrough, so we were learning the game too. So to say mm-hmm. how long 
any particular game is is difficult at best. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. The All the right. box probably had like 120 minutes or something. I have never seen one of those that have been accurate. <laughs> it's because yeah, it's like playtesters that are like into the hundreds of plays, you know. Yeah. Um. So so that was mosaic, and then what was it? The next morning we did an issue. Wasn't that night? Wait, was what, it no, that, what night? Was that night? Because in, in we. It, oh, it was. Yeah. How do you how do you spell? I N I S. I N I S. Okay. Never heard of that one. Either, but okay. And that's the one I meant was more like um, trying to guess what the other players were going to do. Yes. And it was yeah. like intrigue. Oh, okay. And okay, this so is great because each you have how many players? You know, like if you have four players, you have 17 cards. It's four cards per person plus one. Each round, you randomly toss one card. So it's only 17 cards you know easily if you've played the game a couple of times all of the cards you randomly yeah. toss one deal out four to everyone else and then you draft them and like so you know everything that everyone can do and you're like oh did i get this card do i get this card how do they work together do i let this one go and you know that like exactly what you're giving everyone else and it's like a total area control where you start it's like and it's hard to hard to explain there are yeah, different it, win conditions go on yeah well so one of the couple of things to point out is like as you're trying to guess who, which cards people have and how they're going to jockey things around um your focus is almost where can I s stop this person from having the potential to win? And like, it's almost secondary to have your own set up at the same time or like part and partial. But, um, it's so much about like guessing, Oh, wh which way is it? They going to, you know, put troops here or whatever, which way are they going to go? Which card are they going to play? And it, and it just had that, a weird sort of, ah, reverse type of adversarial thinking where you're like building up troops or like resources in order to build up your empire and then fight this was more like you know cards of intrigue being played to develop and jockey for position oh, and, it, and made it, it gave it a cool angle I thought and there's like style. multiple win conditions and like each one it's kind of like it's a it's a pretty you, yeah it's it's it's, it's it really is a, a great game but like you could win because you have you're in a region with these specific buildings and you could win if you are in a region but you have like more people in that region than any other person or you could just win by being in enough regions and it's there are all these different win conditions and there's way to modify them and it comes down to these like incredible like player versus player like all of a sudden out of nowhere you're like oh fuck he's gonna win next turn 
unless we stop him and you have like an opportunity to stop him and like it's it's, it's actually um like only one person will win and they have to essentially do one round with I'm winning next turn and it get, like they have to actually announce I'm about to win like a checkmate it's as like, their turn you're saying uno yeah Right, and it, and it gave that, like, you know, really sort of, like, on because the whole thing is adversarial, you almost don't mind, because, like, you signed up for it. But, it. but like I said, it's got that interesting kind of, like, you're, you're actually sort of jockeying to stop other people from winning it more than you're actually trying to do the win. It's like you have to think secondly about it, and the whole guessing and pokery type of thing. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Hmm, that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, it's a great game. Okay. What else? What's the next one? Um. should be screen sharing these games, but all right. Uh, then there was a uh, sorcerer. That was pretty cool. Sorcerer. Yeah, that one is where it's kind of like a deck builder. So, the game, the way the game is set up, it has like characters. It has lineages which is like the character is who you are the lineage is like where you or how you like what kind of powers you have yeah and like a theme and there's like a location of like where you grew up and there are all these different decks so like you have these different characters and then you have different lineages like i'm a necromancer i'm you know i'm kind of like a class but they call it lineage yeah, okay. exactly. And then it it's like, wild. yeah. So you have, and the first thing you do is you create like a deck with 40 cards out of this. So you pick a random character or you, you pick one of these characters, you pick one of these lineages and you pick a location. So the different engines that you can build are like really cool. And, and I, you know, God knows how many different combinations there are. Yeah, and you're basically fighting for to win two of three locations in like, you know, mid, you know, like uh, um, old London, Sherlock Holmes in London kind of thing. But it's yeah, for whatever natural. reason, that's yeah. Yeah, so you're like summoning monsters and vampires and ghouls and whites, and everyone has different. Um, different powers and you can only affect the region that you're in and monsters can only affect the regions that they're in and you're kind of like jockeying all this back and forth and moving monsters and it's it's just a really cool dynamic game and like we had this amazing knock down drag out fight i was like because you have three locations i was like haha you I beat you there. And he's like, but I beat you there. And then we like had like a bum rush on the third location that was completely untouched. Yeah. And uh, he had like crazy powerful monsters that were wounded, but he got there first and it was just, he slaughtered me, but it was amazing. It was such a good game. And then what we, what was the name of that one we played? We played the shit out of it like three times. Uh, that was It's a Wonderful World. And that's like a neat little engine builder thing where 
Yeah, you have um, like a corporation, and you basically there are five resources that you can produce, and there are four turns where you pick a bunch of buildings that you're going to like work on building over the next round or however many are left. Sorry, I love the description for it. Draft yourself the perfect dystopia. Complete projects and churn out resources. Yeah, that's pretty it's accurate. A, it's a pretty cool type of like um, cascading type of engine builder so that like you want to have by the fourth round like a, a really good set of rolling up resources because it's like with the, the, the way the game works is... Uh, you do like a whole planning stage and then you trigger off the production situation and then you're like um, each production gets built in turn so if you complete a project it it will participate in the next production and so like having that plan is like setting up dominoes and then like getting to hit one domino and then like chain produce through all the different constructed buildings So it, it made for a really intriguing kind of like um, thought experiment as you're looking at your hand and doing the drafts. I, that was a fantastic, fantastic yeah. game. It's surprisingly deep because you have to take into account the order that you produce all the items in. So it's like you produce material first and then you do you produce energy and then you so you're going through and you're like how can i finish these um you know, these new buildings using the resources that i can and like each round you draft seven cards of seven buildings and you have excuse me you have to decide which ones you're going to build which can take from like two to eight or ten resources to build or which ones you're going to recycle and any one that you recycle you get one particular resource for so you're recycling some cards to pay to build other cards but you have to like balance that ratio so that you're building enough buildings to increase your production to be able to build more buildings later on yeah versus like let me you know you're recycling this to get that building out faster but you only have so many buildings that you, you lose out in buildings yeah them all you're not building anything in the in you know anything new to produce so hmm. it's really an interesting the and more you build like, the more victory points you can collect yeah, it's it's a great engine builder with some deep strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anything else? I had this this one no. game, um, and it it sound like on paper it sounds great. It's called like it's called BIOS Genesis, and it's simulating like the first few billion years of earth where it was like just a organic soup and trying to life is trying to get hold and you you you're like 
throwing amino acids like literally in this game in a soup in like either the ocean or tide pools or something and like thematically the game sounds great but it was so complicated and the the um uh the manual is like so you're in phase 18b and to do in this phase you're going to want to reactivate c section 12 point c your biont c section c 3.5 you know and it's like going back and forth and it was yes. so frustrating we were like fuck this i need to like watch it played or play through and we did so it like, was late and, night and but make a cheat sheet no it wasn't late night it was in the middle of the day we were like fucking fried <laughs> we were like fuck this. no i mean when we watched it the night, night before oh yeah yeah and, and we were a little bit high but so that's it <laughs> So, not a little bit but <laughs> yeah true surprised <laughs> you anyway. as much as you do that's pretty impressive yeah but uh yeah what was so that was new we played um spirit island which was ridiculously like tactically complicated but like super 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 cool yeah Fun game. Okay. That's pretty much everything. That's a lot of games, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was an awesome week, weekend, whatever. It was great. We're like two weeks away from another marathon. Yeah, which ones are you bringing? Which ones are you bringing to the to the marathon that I actually? All the meat. <laughs> would I say all the bacon and eggs in the ba- in the kitchen? I'm thinking uh, Parks and Rec actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially Offerman. Fuck Offerman. Oh, he's sucks. such a dick. I he's the worst. He ruins everything he's in. I really liked Last of Us until that yeah. one episode where they had Nick fucking Offerman in it. More like Nick Awful Man. Where's the the cricket? Well, I'm sorry. Is my I'm sorry. Is my microphone off? Perhaps no. <laughs> you see, it was a joke because his name is Offerman, but I said Awful Man. There you go. Thank you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right, good, good. I just I wanted to make sure that wasn't lost. Uh-huh, no. Uh huh. Of us. Lost of us. Okay, mine was ironic, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Anyway. Okay, well, uh, I think it's safe to say we covered a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, It's also a little bit late. Also, if if I forgot to mention, uh, Extraction 3 is in the works. Just so. Yeah. I, I never, uh, I didn't get that impression from the the rest of the podcast. Okay, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that they it was are mentioned. Extraction three. It might have been there mentioned. Be, there will be more extracting. 
So, and in uh, what, like two weeks, less than two weeks, we're going to see Cocaine Bear, and we'll be able to give the uh, oh my god the full review of Cocaine Bear. We're and, going to see that, and and uh, what was it, Silent Night? No, we have to watch you mean, Cocaine you Shark. Mean violent you mean Violent What? Violent Night, yes. No, no, okay, yes. There is <laughs> Cocaine shark. shark also. Wait, before I say anything, really quick. Jerry, you've seen Violent Night. Kevin, you have not seen Violent Night, right? Um, I think no. Right. Okay. You you, you pooed it every other time. You're like, that's stupid. Oh, oh yeah, no, I didn't see it. The the one from uh, last Christmas, last my, December. My my wife and I finally finally watched it because it was you know it's, it's been on Prime, so we finally got to see it. Yeah. And that yeah, violence was, was awesome, right? It was just a perfect cinematic straight and this might shot. be the last podcast that we do together but i'm gonna be honest with you that movie sucked no, no that was, movie was so good i was so surprised by how fucking boring not funny and pointless that movie was i'm not I, surprised dead to i'm me. not surprised we dead were both to me we both, we surround ourselves, we got this whole, like, all the snack tray and, like, alcohol, and we were like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. And I will say this. Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, my God, what's the actor's name? Help me. Hopper. David. Uh, David Harbour. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Uh, I love that man. He's cool. Uh, he, he's great. The movie was shit. You're First of all, dead to me. Kevin, I, I got, I'm actually Kevin. I'm kind of curious for you to see because I want to see what you think of it. I was surprised by how much we hated it. Wow! It, it was over. It was over, and we both looked at each other and we're just like, "What the fuck was that? That was not funny. There was like very little action. It was boring as hell. It, the writing is horrible. Like, like you think that was like when Jerry and I watched uh, Shazam too. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I could not, I was full, like, it was one of those movies where I was like, I don't care how bad it is. Honestly, if it just has everything that they show you in the, in the commercials, it'll probably be good. They show you all the good parts in the commercial. There's, like, mm. three or four, like, cool scenes in it, and everything else is horrible. I can't, I just, I really can't, I'm, I was very surprised by how much, by how truly terrible that movie was. I'm, oh. That's it. Sorry. I'm sorry, You're Jerry. Dead to I'm me. sorry. Go buy a, a nice vehicle. I will. I will buy it. <laughs> it was just, Don't worry, you can't disappoint me anymore. It was just that, first of all, the first half of the movie, nothing happens. There's literally nothing that happens in the first half of the movie. Uh, and then when it does finally pick up, there's like one action scene, and that's pretty much it. Like, I see. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for Kevin because he might see it and he he might like it. But I I just oh god! Like especially coming off something like Extraction Two, like you watch those kind of action sequences and then you watch this movie and you're like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, like, but this I mean this wasn't that kind of caliber of a movie. But it wasn't even. But it wasn't even like funny or creative violence. It was just like. Uh, it was. Oh, I God, it was funny. 
I was going. I will say, okay, there is one part of it. Again, uh, I'm treading care carefully to avoid spoiling anything for Kevin, but the parody where they go into okay, at some point it, there's a little scene that's like a parody of um, Home Alone. That part was great. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. I was, yeah, we were laughing our asses off at that. That was great because it just makes fun of how completely masochistic and violent and horrible that movie was, and how like the way well anyway that, that's all i'm gonna say like that part was great everything else was holy crap like you just keep waiting and waiting for something to happen and then it doesn't and then the movie ends and you're like what the fuck did i just watch you're dead to me kevin you're gonna have to be the, the uh, deal breaker here you're gonna have to watch <sighs> tiebreaker. all right tiebreaker deal breaker yeah tiebreaker not deal breaker I'm a, worried about I'm, I'm a little worried about Cocaine Bear now, Jerry. I gotta be honest. I cocaine Shark. I that movie. What Cocaine Shark? What are you Kevin's about? all about Cocaine Shark. It, it, there is a show, there's a movie called Cocaine Shark. When okay, he was so here, I turned on the, the Google TV and like, was probably like a Tubi reference or something, but like it said Cocaine Shark, and he's like, "Oh my God, it's Cocaine Shark!" And I was like, "Oh my God, oh my God!" Okay, yeah, 2023, IMDb movie. That's fine as long as when we're watching Cocaine Bear, you're not just sitting there going, "That movie just had no sharks in it." I like, I don't know what the hell. I was like, I was really disappointed. Like, no sharks at all. There was some kind of bear, but where was it? It's an hour and sixteen minutes. I mean. That's a lot of full on plot. That's a lot of coked out sharks looking at the It sure is. But it's hilarious that they, you know, Cocaine Bear's been around for like a year or not around, but, um, you know, coming out for a while and then Cocaine Shark. Like, what happened? How did they do that? Is it the same? Co- oh, my God. It's not a deeply profound theme. No, I know, yeah, but right. imagine, like, Cocaine Cougar? What the fuck? <laughs> Me- yeah. Attack of the Meth Gator. Wait, it's... Big friggin' snake, oh my god. Sharkula? Wait, Cracoon! What, Raccoon? Uh, no, it's cr- uh, cr- um, Crackoon. <laughs> oh my god, that's wrong on so many levels. <laughs> I want to watch Cocaine. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. Housewife from New Jersey. Holy shit! Oh my god! Wow. Mm. She goes after the pool boys. <laughs> Crack, go dial. Oh my god. Good time. Crack. Okay, that sounds. Good. And Crackoon. Inst- oh my god. <laughs> Man, your algorithm, your search algorithm is going to be amazing. Yeah. For the next few days. As soon as I searched, IMDb had similar to this, and it was all the, you know, cocaine or crack cane, all the variations, and like 50 animals. <laughs> Uh, all right well there'll be plenty of time to watch that so next thing you know it'll be like uh you know um cocaine penguin or something smacking <laughs> that but that meme where it smacks the other one that has to be a thing i refuse to believe there's not some kind of movie or short about a, a coked out penguin yeah well, they're what would, the most what evil animal on the planet what kind of pee drugs on there i'm just thinking about like 
penicillin penguin, but that's like he just doesn't get infe- infections. Like, the fuck is there like a pee drug or something? You know? It's just it's just a really like short three minute movie. Here. This penguin is really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right well let's end on a laugh yeah all right um i'm sorry i already had my last my last thought i think i was advising children to keep their pants on in public which in hindsight i i don't know why i was talking about that but it's still good advice so i'm just gonna it was more like uh don't don't whip it out right yeah yeah i don't want to get that graphic i'm not sure what that line is so oh doggy Okay, yes. that dog obviously does not like <laughs> my current topic of discussion. So let's move on to something else. Jerry, what's your closing thought? Well, I don't know because every ever since we started doing the Twitch thing, we, we've been like, we don't have closing thoughts. So I didn't think of any closing thoughts. Oh, I was doing that because the, I wasn't the, prepared the, the, the other times. So, but, but now uh, I am oh, prepared. Okay. So, so, so now we're doing it. Uh, play more games. Which kind? Board games. Okay, I think that's good. Uh, I think I do think that people should play more board games. I am I am mm. happy to see that board games in general are like still on the rise. Like they're very. It's popular. huge. It's huge, 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 huge. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. It's because it's such a great social thing. It's so great instead of playing garbage like Fortnite and what are the fuck like young people are wasting their life on. Yeah. Get together with some people and play some cool board games, man. Yep. Totally Sorry, agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Didn't need to steal your closing thought, but yes, that's a very good advice. Oh, that you you affirmed my closing thought. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> Kevin, would you like me to affirm your closing thought? Sure. Uh, uh, don't feed your pets any cocaine. It's not good. Okay, I'm glad there was a fo- glad there was a follow up to that. Don't feed your pets. Well, good night. Fuck. You know, you should have said that last. You know, last podcast, my dog's like totally coked up. He's barking. Like, it's just a public service announcement. You know, don't try this yeah, at home. Yeah, you should have said it earlier. That's all I'm saying. I would say don't feed. Wait, you said don't feed your pets drugs. Cocaine specifically, cocaine. but yeah, like, drugs. I feel like he, he cocaine shark, cocaine he, bear. You know, crackoons, all that stuff. His his, his cats all the time. Then. You should extend it to all animals, not just pets. Sure. Correct. That's true. Probably a good, probably a good idea to not give meth to gators. I, I'm sure yeah. Florida's got that covered anyway, but whatever. Oh my god, they're all over the place. It's an epidemic. Oh god, I didn't get into my whole Florida rant. That's a whole other thing. I'll save that for next time. We that could do an addendum. Is... We could do oh a like you know like 15 minutes Patreon people only and then set up a patreon account real quick i feel talking about oh actually patreon has free tiers now i feel like talking about florida just makes me angry because every time no we uh, let's end on laughing yeah save that i mean florida's pretty funny you know true anyway okay all right well thank you gentlemen see yeah uh, say goodnight, uh, Skippy. Um, I, I think we covered a lot of topics and gave people some really great things to think about. Okay. By the way, I just want to try We're to ending don't soon. Feed your animal drugs because you should save them for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
All right. Basically, now. Kevin is just against the sharing of drugs. But hoard them and keep them for yourself. This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios.